When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism... And even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls the entire hour. A number of topics to get to. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. As I just mentioned with my colleague, Rita Cosby, It appears, as it relates to the Burger King cashier in East Harlem, the 19-year-old young lady that was fatally shot during the robbery. Well, the NYPD, according to her family, has made an arrest in that case. The young lady, 19-year-old Crystal Bayron Nieves. And as I said, I believe 48 hours ago, maybe even less, that my faith is with the NYPD. And I, I, I recall saying that I'm willing to bet that as of that moment, the great detectives of the NYPD were working their sources and everything else to come up with an arrest. And it is just remarkable. And of course, we have to shout out our owner operator, John Katsimatidis. Uh, The NYPD put up $10,000. Mr. Katsimatidis put up $10,000. And when you have a crime with someone is covered head to toe, it's hard to solve. But when there is a reward, it can make a huge difference. So it appears that an arrest has been made, and the family is saying that they are they're planning to fly the young lady's uh, body back home to Puerto Rico for uh, for burial. The NYPD gets the job done. The NYPD can clean up New York again, as history has shown us. At the top of the show last night, I asked if this, whatever this is defined as, is New York's new reality as far as crime. And one of the points that I used last night was the wild 
carjacking. An armed thief stole an Audi SUV, middle of Midtown, and smashed his way literally up Broadway, plowing through anything that got in in his way in the vehicle, driving in the wrong direction. And at one point, again, the great NYPD, a sergeant and another officer tried to stop the man, uh, but unfortunately they were unsuccessful. But you, at one point, at one point, one of them even says, "Sir, you're going to kill someone with this, uh, with this vehicle." And so, in just a minute, in just a minute, I'm going to go to uh, Billy in New York City, listening on the radio. In just a minute, who was at the vigil for this young lady tonight? Another vigil was held in East Harlem, but now. And, and 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 back to the vehicle, the Audi, the Audi, okay? Barreled into multiple cars after threatening a driver with a stun gun. And tonight, folks, we have the audio. Take a listen. 80, 85, 85, 5-6 and 4 away, 5-6 and 4 away, 85, 5-6 and 4 And so you you hear there the professionalism of the NYPD. They're not panicking, the officers. They're trying to get the situation under control, a live uh, carjacking in, in real time, in real time. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The plan was to start out tonight discussing COVID, the Supreme Court ruling, and the apprehension that that I still have, the Supreme Court made the correct ruling. I will explain a little bit later. But I want to start with the NYPD, because I believe with all my heart, folks, that if we just put our faith and belief in the world's greatest police department, that this will all turn around. But it means stopping with the progressive politics. And I don't want to be a broken record tonight but stopping with the progressive politics and letting the police do what they do. Let's go to first, as I mentioned, uh, Billy. Billy was at the uh, vigil tonight for 19-year-old Crystal Bayron Nieves. And Billy, is that accurate that you were in attendance tonight? Yeah, I rode my bicycle up there over the 59th Street Bridge. You know, I'm a 60-year-old white guy, and uh, I was there. There was different speakers. Uh, what was that creepy white guy, that creepy-looking white guy, that politician, Mark Green? He was, like, the first speaker, you know. But anyway, he was, uh, wasn't saying anything. But the black people, they all had microphones, and, it was, you know, black men and women, from the, I think, from the different churches. 
And what really was heartbreaking to me, that all they talked about, we got to get these damn guns off the street. We got to get these damn guns. You know, they had an announcement that they caught the killer when I was up there tonight. But they just kept saying, we got to get, and I, I don't own a gun. I'm not into guns. I don't like guns. People that are into guns creep me out. But all my black friends are way more intelligent than me, way more educated. But they're all progressives. You know, that's all they say. We got to get the guns off the street. Like, they did not, there was no anger towards the guy, the animal that did this to this poor girl. I don't care what color he is. You know, it's like, that's the problem. I mean, you tell me, I mean, I'm not trying to say what the black communities should do and how they should talk, but I think that's the problem. They don't get mad at the people, they get mad at the gun. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm I'm angry at the at the gun uh, the guns being available in the community and also the uh, the sentiment. This this Billy tonight is not really a, a topic of black and white, but I appreciate your call, Billy. Thank you, and uh, I, I find it very interesting that you cared enough to actually go to East Harlem and attend. This is a conversation about how effective the NYPD is. That's what this is about tonight. And we are taking your telephone calls. And let's go to Tom. Tom is listening on the radio from Westchester. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. I love your show. You keep me entertained all night while I'm busy working. I do work in the well, city. Thank you. I'm a bank inspector, so I visit. I don't want to name the bank, but I visit banks on a nightly basis, on a quarterly basis. And the stuff I see in the middle of the night that takes place inside these ATM lobbies is, is horrendous. Agreed. Agreed. It's, it's like, it's like, that's the new crime scene now. Well, the the part that shocks me is these banks are not being held responsible. All you need is a gift card of any kind. That's not active to get inside these lobbies. It's ridiculous. So wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, Tom, you're telling me maybe I'm old fashioned here, or maybe I'm starting to get old. You're telling me that you can get into access to a, a bank ATM area with a with a gift card? I work for a company where at night my job is to inspect the banks. I inspect the ATM machines. I inspect the lights and for um, any type of uh, skimming devices. I have 500 locations that I do. I don't have keys to the bank. I access the bank with an old ATM card that I have that's not active. Now, I once lost that card, and I didn't want to use a – you know, a bank card of my own because it's just too much transactions on it. So I went and grabbed the store card from, like, you know, any CVS. As long as it has a barcode, you can get in. Wow. Wow. Well, well thank you. Go ahead, Tom. Um, something had taken place in the bank on Broadway where you had the hatchet attack. I had witnessed this individual inside that branch about two weeks prior to this actually happening. He was asleep when I went in there, but this is something I deal with on a regular basis. And I, you know, I've made attempts to call police, but there's not a whole lot they'll do, especially with what's been going on. And I don't blame them for not being right. involved. You can't, you can't blame them. You can't. No, blame I don't them. at all. Hey, Tom, Tom, I, I, I thank you uh, for the call. What I always uh, look for is an indicator on any given day where things stand is uh, I, I drive down the Palisades from Rockland to the throughway, the throughway into the city. It's nice passing my my borough where I grew up at, uh, the Bronx, uh, passing Yankee Stadium and, and everything. And I normally get off at 138th Street. 
and it is at 138th Street that serves as a, a, a pretty good, accurate indicator of where things stand. Because normally there's a panhandler uh, right there at the light as, as you're, you're waiting to go across 138th Street. And uh, the other day there was a woman there with her children uh, selling some type of uh, fruit or whatever it was that, that she was selling. And, and, and you know what, folks, I'm, I'm not proud of this, but as I pull up to the 138th uh, Street, uh, the stop, the uh, traffic light, I always double check and make sure that my doors are locked. And I never, I never saw myself as that type of person. But that's where things stand as of right now. Let's go to Jeremiah in the Bronx, listening on the radio. Good morning, Jeremiah. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, uh, Dominic. And this is some, hopefully, to have some good news. This is what I'm talking about. This is a, I, I, I support the progressive side, Okay. But hearing that news about the, the, the they got they got a suspect a, a, a supposed a suspect right. on the murder of the, that girl. This is what we're talking about. I, I I support the police. We had some bad apples in the country that did some very negative, evil things to uh, so-called minorities, uh, uh, Latinos, Native Americans, and Black Americans. You know, in particular. But this is what we're talking about. And I got to get two thumbs up. I'm pretty sure two thumbs up to Eric Adams. This is what we need. This is what it's all about. Okay, so so Jeremiah, I I have a question about what you said, the first few words out of your mouth. You said Mm -hmm. that you're on the progressive side, correct? Correct. Why? Tell me why. Well, because uh, unfortunately, uh, this is... a racist society. This was this this society was built on the bloodshed of our people, you know, and, and that's a fact. And this because of this conditioning, uh, uh, historical conditioning, it's affected our people. A lot of this is one of you, this is one of the reasons why we have a lot of black on black crime, a lot of brown on brown crime. Hey, wait, 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 black, wait, black. Jer- Jeremiah, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm, I'm trying to listen thoroughly to what you're saying. You, right. You're not the type that strikes me as saying, oh, racism, I can't make it. You, you, no, you're no, not that no, type. No, not at all. No, okay. I'm not using that as an excuse. Okay, like, and then the I, second, I, th- I, the I, second I, thing I, that I, comes to my mind, it, it's remarkable. It, it, if, if this is a racist society, how do you explain all a number of African-American elected officials from the state attorney general to the mayor of New York to, to, uh, to the district attorney of Manhattan to the Senate majority leader to the assembly speaker? All of them happen to be African-American. How do I explain that? Yes. Uh, my, my, in my opinion? They saw yes. that this is happening. They realized in order to overcome that, that obstacle, they had to go forward. Then I said, I'm not going to let, I, yes, this is a racist society, but I'm not going to let that hold me back. That's what, I, that's, that's what happened. Okay. That's what, what it was all about. But we can't, we, can't, we can't deny the history of this nation. For kind of, we had a civil war 
And one of the main reasons of the Civil War was slavery. And, that, and then we had laws like the Jim Crow laws. We can't deny and, that. Hey, but it's Jeremiah, that, and, and, and again, th- th- this is not a conversation tonight on race. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of starting right. to get sick of it. But, 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 but I, but I do want to tell you what's going through my mind as we speak. So I come out of the projects. I arrive at SUNY Cortland. I see maybe ten black students on the entire campus. Right? Correct. I Correct. say to myself. Plow through. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm never going back to the projects. Right? I did right. that. I ended up graduating in three years. I then right. applied to to one of the uh, most renowned communication schools in the country for broadcasters, and that's the Newhouse School at Syracuse University. When I arrived right. there, Jeremiah, I was the only black student out of about 45 kids 44 happened to be white, but I didn't look at that as race. I looked at that as no matter what you do, you're not going to stop me and I'm going to get into this program and I'm going to excel. So I'm trying to figure out how I see things a little different than the way you do. You maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe so, but I see you uh, but let's be real, uh, 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 Dominic. You you know you knew that the racism is there, but you said to yourself, I, I, "In order me to succeed, I'm not gonna let this obstacle, this war. I'm going to." It made you strong. I think it made you even stronger. You know, I mean, coming from the projects. I mean, I know, see, I know the. See, I mean, all, I all, all I'm all, all I'm saying to you is that I I just I just. I'm not going to deny that that there's racism, but I just I set my my eyes on a goal, and nothing is going to stop me. And okay. I mean nothing. What, what was the, what was the reason? What was the drive? What was it? What were you seeing the, in your the dr- world? The, dr- the drive was simple, and and then I've got to move on. The drive was simple, as I told yeah. you, Jeremiah. I did not want to go back to the projects, to the Throgs Neck houses. That was the motivation. Because? because? Oh, well, you already know what the because is. You you know what life is in the projects. Well, I mean, why it, those projects have to be in those kind of conditions in the person? What was causing that kind of brainwashing, that kind of mentality to exist? That's why you have the crimes of it. There was a brainwashing. There was a conditioning. No, it wasn't a brainwashing. I I, I see sometimes, unfortunately, some emphasis on some people of color destroying where they live at. I'm I'm just going to be honest, Jeremiah, and then I'm going to move on. I don't see white people going to the projects and urinating in the the elevators. How does that end up there? Correct. That's your nature. Maybe it's your nature. That was your nature. You know, okay. but uh, I think okay. what made you stronger, to me, what made you a better person, brother, you saw you saw that evil that this society has to offer. And, and, and of course, we have the first thing we have to be held accountable for our people. Yes. Uh, the, 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 destroy, the destruction of, the, of, of, our, of our families, no father in the household, et cetera, et cetera. That exists. That's there. But that probably made you stronger. Racism made you. I'm not going to fall into this crap. I'm better than that. My people are better than this. 
That's what made you happy. And for, one more thing, I'm so happy about that they caught the suspect, and I'm hoping that this is the individual that did it. We don't have, we don't. I, I hope so too. I hope so too. We go forward. We go, and I give two thumbs up to Eric Adams. I give him 100 percent support. Well, Jeremiah, I, I thank you for your call, and I've gone way over my time segment. Thank you for the call there. Hey, listen, folks, as I'm tossing to a break here, 77 WABC listeners, that's you. Go check out. You've been asking me about this and asking me about this. Go check out the new Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store Right now, go to WABCRadioStore.com, WABCRadioStore.com, and find everything from Dominic Carter T-shirts to hats to jackets to bags and more. Luckily for you, 77 WABC listeners, there is a limited time discount. Enter the discount code Dominic. 15 Dominic 15 at checkout for 15% off your purchase. That discount code again is Dominic 1515 for 15% off your purchase. Go to WABCRadioStore.com and get yours. I'll be right back. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. At 17, we fell in love. High school sweethearts. And we are back, Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I want you to listen again, folks. The audio, we have it now. I mentioned this on the program last night. The armed uh, 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 suspect that stole an Audi SUV and smashed his way the wrong direction up Broadway. Listen to this. Five five in Broadway. Five five in Broadway. Now, I just want to point out you hear the audio for yourself. Did you hear the restraint? Did you hear the restraint that's being used by the officers on scene? And this is some guy driving a vehicle that is a weapon. As if you watch the vehicle, it literally pushes the other car up the block. And they're telling him, don't move, don't move, don't move. And unfortunately he got away. But my point is, the professionalism of those officers on scene dealing with that situation. Let's go right back to the telephones. Let's go to Joe. Joe in Long Island listening on the radio. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you, Dominic Carter? You're a great guy. You have a great show. Thank uh, you. I think the politicians, the problem is there's racism everywhere. We've all been through it. In New Orleans, in 1891, they killed a lot of they, they lynched a lot of Italians, and uh, I and I feel bad for it. And 
The problem is the politicians, they're all lining up their money in their pocket, and it starts with family time. I think you you got a mandatory, do two years in the Army, teach them the flag, what it's all about, and unite people together. And uh, that'll be a great idea, America. Joe. That, not a bad idea. It's so maybe if Israel, they learn something in Israel, you're going right into the army at 16. So and if not, they not, pick up a skill, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know they could go further if they want to continue. They'll be off the street, but everyone's worried about making all the money. Mm-hmm. That's all the politicians on both sides of the aisle. I'm an independent, you know, and it's just terrible. These kids are learning at a young age how to steal and rob and, and just do wrong. They, you know, them days when you're helping old lady cross the street, them days are gone. Unfortunately. And we're on within, you know. Unfortunately. Joe, I, I thank you uh, for the uh, for the very good telephone call. Have a beautiful morning. Let's go to our friend Robert calling from Philadelphia this morning, listening on the radio. Good morning, Robert. Welcome to Talk Radio hey, 77 WABC. How you doing, Dominic? I'm doing well. I hope you are as well. Every day above ground is a good day, my man. Um, I agree with you. I agree with I you. Ha- I had a question. When they let that um, dude walk, when they reduced the charges, the guy who stuck up the CDS, I believe, with a knife, mm-hmm. and the judge was saying it's your lucky day. because well, he didn't completely walk. Office. He didn't completely walk, but the charges were were lowered. But go ahead. Was he offered um, drug help? Was he offered that, any that's a great assistance question. with his shelter? That, that is a great uh, question that I do not have the answer to right now, Robert, but I promise you that I will have the answer tomorrow. That is an excellent question. In terms of I, if we're going to do this kumbaya thing, then the, right. it, at least if you're going to let him walk, Make him get some help, and I mean, this guy took two thousand dollars in in, uh, in in cold medicine products, and then used profanity to say, "So what?" And so, so you're what? right, you're you're right, Robert. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you didn't cut me off at all, man. I love I love dialoguing with you, man. Um, I I also was wondering if. Okay, we we always try to find out exactly what it will take to change what's going on in New York City and other big cities. Mm-hmm. And I would submit to you that you were speaking to a big part of the problem with your last caller. I don't mean that disrespectfully. I'm saying that until you change that mindset, you will always have this progressive movement that isn't progressive at all. It's socialist. And I'm not going to get worked up on you, Dominic. But it makes me angry, despite me being a white guy, that I see them creating a permanent underclass of people so that they can be foot soldiers for their stupid little Marxist revolution. Okay? Hey, Robert. Robert, Wait, wait, wait. Robert, Robert. If if you think that it gets you angry and you're trying not to get worked up right now while you're live on the radio, then how do you think I feel as a man of color? I can only – I couldn't even pretend to walk in those shoes, my man. And then I, can only I, have, to, I have to be honest with you, Robert, and, and you know, 
people that know better, they tell me, Dominic, don't don't give these these idiots any any credibility. Then I have to wake up, right? I have to wake up in the morning time to one or two nuts that will post on my Twitter, Dominic, you're you're selling out black people. And you're and you're doing it for ratings. You're, and they'll say things like, and again, you know what? You know what, Robert? I'm really starting to get sick of talking about race. And so pretty soon I'm just going to outright stop doing it and deal with other topics because I'm getting bored with it. Because Can to I be honest with you, to, to, to sorry, be honest ahead. with you, I know what the answer is, how to fix this. But, but, what's, but what's people that? don't want to open their eyes. They want to be right. the permanent victim forever. Well, can I um, offer you a ray of hope? Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I deal with people all the time. I'm out here 24 hours all the time because I deliver for a living. And I have found that whether there's a Biden sign on that lawn or a Trump sign on that lawn, most people are decent. You don't see them on TV. Okay. Mm -hmm. My estimation of the human condition has risen as I have increased my exposure to people. And I would submit to you that me and you and all people of goodwill, regardless of what we look like, are continuing the progress that was started years ago. And these idiots in this media-enabled bubble aren't going to change it, okay? That's all I mm-hmm. have to say. But I wish you a great night, man. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That's that's uh, that's 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 very very kind of you. But you know, and and I, I I'm letting my hair down right now. The producers can tell you I don't have much hair, especially up top. But so I, I'll wake up tomorrow, and it's only most people send nice positive messages on Twitter. It's it'll only be one or two people, right? And and I, I and I'm sitting here and an African American family and my kids are doing very well and 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 they're telling me oh if I even talk anything about the problems of the black community I'm denouncing my own people and I'm not being this is what I have to wake up to it it doesn't have to happen often so like for example. Uh, in just a few hours, uh, about 12 hours, I will be in for Greg Kelly this afternoon on WABC from 1.15 in the afternoon until 3 p.m. But I, I'm just telling you, folks, that I'm I'm really getting bored with the topic of race. And we're just going to we're going to just start to deal with other things because I, some, I just can't win. Because the truth is, and I'm being honest, as a black man, black people don't want to hear me saying anything negative that black people are doing. They want me to look the other way and let them continue with their dysfunctional behavior in which they are only hurting themselves. Instead of saying, maybe this guy that loves the community can show us something that we don't see. So let's go to uh, Bob. Bob is listening on the radio in Maywood, New Jersey. Good morning, Bob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. My I, my question is very simple. I think it was great that John Casamitidis offered a $10,000 reward for the arrest of this man that killed this young girl. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and I think it was great that the New York Police Department offered a reward. Yes. My question is very simple. What has Burger King done? <laughs> um I don't I don't mean to be sarcastic, but uh, uh 
I, a hold the pick will hold the lettuce. That's what they've done. Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. The commercial hold the pickle, uh, hold the lettuce, special I mean, orders don't upset us. Yep, I think that was Burger King. <laughs> no, that was actually that was actually McDonald's. But, but that was okay. McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> but but you know you, you you open a restaurant in a questionable neighborhood. You have a young girl and her boyfriend working in this un, un, unsafe condition. Why wasn't there an armed guard? all night long watching this store. You know, I, I think, I think those, Burger those, King should Bob, be ashamed of themselves. Those, those, those are great questions. Those, those are legitimate questions. And from a corporate perspective, you you know why they will say there wasn't an armed guard. Because they will say that if we put an armed guard in an all-minority community, we would be accused of being racist. And which they would, and which they would. Instead well, of looking at the reality of the situation of the uh, high crime, I thank you uh, for the call. So Stan in Forest Hills, my buddy. So Stan, I got to tell you, you and Drew, um, and I'm going to take Drew this morning. I get I get a lot of emails from people to say, why do you take Stan and Drew? You know what they're going to say, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, Stan, and especially as it relates to Drew, the amount of emails that I get when I take his telephone calls. But go go right ahead, Stan. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, can you hear me? Loud hear and clear. Me? Uh, Dominic, I heard what you said about race. And something what you said chills me. Because as much as you don't want to talk about race. I really don't. I understand. I understand. But if Dr. King was standing in front of you, could you actually say that to him if he wanted to talk to you about race? Could you I, actually I re- say to hey, oh, Stan, Dr. King? Stan, 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 here's the truth. Okay. I can't win. Because I'm telling point. you the amount of pressure that black people put on me, that they just want me to shut up. Well, just shut up. just act like the dysfunction doesn't no, exist. No, don't shut up. Don't shut up. Of course. But you can't say that. Because as much as you want to face it, look, you are a black man, okay? And there right. is racism in the state, and you have achieved wonders. You've achieved right, but, but you know, but, but you know what, Stan? Point. But but Stan, I'm just You're being honest with you. Goodness, but wait, wait, Stan, a, Stan, a, Stan. Lord knows, I know there's racism. Trust me when I tell you. I know, you. I know. But, but 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 Stan, but Stan. My kids were not raised that way. That's not good. Uh, by, good. By, by, by hiding behind race, what, what is that going to accomplish at the end of the day? You're not hiding behind it. You're no, no, what I mean is that if you, if you way, use you race as a crutch, there are and I, I do want to go back, yeah. Stan, just bear with me one second. Sure, here, sure, sure. Uh, to what the last caller said about our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, right, right? Right, Of course. This points to the character of John Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis. These folks, Stan, they have been so wonderful to me. There are certain things that I can't say on the radio that they've done to help me. These are the type of people that now own WABC. And so, you know, everybody goes, oh, oh, oh. But why don't you just stop and think for a second rather than having a knee-jerk reaction to everything. Please continue, and then I've got to move on, Stan, because I've got to hit the next commercial break. I'll make it quick. Uh, 
I'm glad that Casamitidis put up the 10,000. The dead or alive would have been better, but that's okay. But the point I'm trying to say, you are in a, a wonderful position now, and you do have a responsibility, and you say you want to go out. You can't deny what you see in the mirror. And you're right. You don't want to. You, you don't want to, people with crutches. I agree. But you also have to stand and say, look what I've done. Look what I did. You have to speak to the ones that haven't been able to do what you've done. You have to speak to the ones in the hood and speak to the ones in the project and say to them, you too can do this. Stan, um, (laughs) I've been doing that around the country. I know you have. Speaking to young kids of color. I know you have. I just don't talk about it. I have. You don't Uh, want to hear it all the time. That's the main thing. Right. I don't don't want to. I understand that. Again, again, it's real simple the way that I see things. It's real simple, Stan. Don't don't whine to me about not having a father because I didn't have one. Right. And my mother was mentally ill and right. I was raised by my grandmother on welfare. Right. So for right. every obstacle you can give me and I have, Lord knows I have not lived a perfect life. But for every obstacle you can give me, I can match you with one. The real simple solution for all of us, especially these young kids, there is no shortcut to success. You have to get an education. You have to get an education. You have to start ignoring those rap videos because oh, yeah. it's not reality. Go to school and make something of yourself. It's right. real simple. You know, there was Jackie Robinson and there was Sidney Partey, let him rest in peace. And there were other people of color who made it and so forth. And that's the greatness of the United States. But they also had a responsibility to talk to the ones that don't make it. And that's what you do. And that's why it's important. That's what I'm well, saying. Th- thank you, Stan. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Well, folks, I wanted to get to the RNC threatening to block future GOP presidential candidates from taking part in general election debates and, of course, the Supreme Court ruling. But I guess we can do that uh, at one fifteen this afternoon when I'm in for Greg Kelly. I'll be in for Greg from one fifteen until 3 p.m. Lots of calls. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. I started tonight with crime. And according to the family of the young lady at the Burger King in East Harlem, the 19-year-old young lady that was uh, fatally shot during the robbery, according to her family, the NYPD has made an arrest in that case. I promise to go to Drew. And folks, coming up, coming up, I'm going to move as fast as I can through the calls. Coming up, we have... Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Frank will join me in about 10 minutes from now. Drew and White Plains, go right ahead, Drew, and listening on the app, and we're going to get as many calls as we can. Go right ahead. I, I agree with you that, like you said, if you take the cuffs off the police, they um, could do their job. But I think it's important to also realize we're never going to go back to the old ways. These are 20 years later. So right now, it needs people need to stop fighting. That's it. People need to stop fighting and come to common ground. You know, whether you agree, just even with the D.A. Bragg situation, whether you agree with him or not, I feel like people should have went to certain community leaders and said, hey, this is not the way to address it. Because you know what happens when you start fighting? People automatically go against each other. People attack D.A. Bragg, and I know you don't want to get in the race thing, but guess what? 
Sharpton came out with him on Saturday and said, I support him 100%. Calvin Butts came out and said, I support him 100%. So now you're going to have Sharpton and Butts against whoever else is against them, and it turns into a fight, and both sides are going to lose in either way. Because when, like hey, you hey, said, when the police Drew, presence but, is there. But, Drew, but, but, but this is what I'm talking about, about a distorted reality. Here's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. If Alvin mm-hmm. Bragg doesn't change his positions, and I mean change them fast, he's not going to be district attorney uh, th- for the entire tenure. That's the bottom line. All, all of what well, you we, just we, said, and we, I respect we, you, we, and we, I, re- we, I respect we, what you just said. Wait, let me finish. But that is wishful thinking. I don't care if Sharpton, what? Butts, I don't care who's backing him. If he doesn't change his 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 beliefs, what he's going to do, he's not going to be district attorney for the full four-year term. Well, I will 100% disagree, and I will tell you, I don't think Giuliani and Seawall have that type of power, but you think differently. I haven't seen no, anybody I didn't else say, wait, 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 deal. wait, wait, Drew, Drew. See, this is what I'm saying about the assumptions what? that people make. Did I say a single word about Andrew Giuliani or Curtis Lewa? You're, you're attributing words to, to me, Drew. Wait, 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 wait. You're attributing words to me in which you're saying that they have power, that I think they have power. I didn't say a single word about Andrew Giuliani or Curtis Lewa. Not one. I'm talking. Okay, well, I thank I you for the call. That. I'm talking about the masses that are not going to tolerate this. This goes beyond general politics. I didn't mention Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani, or Curtis Lewa once. Let's go to Bobby. Bobby's on the radio listening from Long Island. Good morning, Bobby. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. And I'm glad I got on before you got off tonight. What I feel I have to say is very important. All right? I like listening to this channel on the radio. You're a great guy. Okay? I understand you get frustrated with those emails or phone calls you get from people. And you want to just get away from not talk about it no more. But think about this. Whenever we fight against something and we give up, the other side gets stronger. And think about the people in the projects, and not only them other people that live outside the projects, that look up to you. Think of those people that look up to you to go forward. Please, Dominic, don't give up. No, Bobby, all I'm saying to you is that I, I, I have never understood why someone will sit down and write something negative on Twitter and direct it towards somebody else. And then you look how many followers they have. They'll have 17 followers, but, but they, but they want to put themselves on equal status, uh, you you, you know, uh, with you. And, and uh, again, 99% of the comments that I receive are positive. 99% of them. That's because you're a great guy and people love what you do. Well, thank, well, thank you. Know, you. But, other, but, but, I, but I'm, I'm just, but I'm being honest with you, Bobby. I know, no, Sometimes I know you it's frustrating. Sometimes sure it it's is. frustrating when you wake up and someone says, oh, you're, you're going against your own people for ratings. Could it be that I love my people and I'm trying to show them the right way? Could that be it? Could it be that those cons you're listening to running game that a civil rights leaders are just taking you on a nonstop roller coaster where you end up with nothing? 
And when you win, you think you won, but you didn't win a damn thing. Exactly. And so, Bobby, See, that, but I thank you I for the positive you're support. You're getting frustrated. Say a prayer on it, please, Dominic. Say okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. John in Albany, listening on the radio. Good morning, John. Dominic. Yes. I, did you go to SUNY Albany? SUNY Cortland. Cortland. I was a janitor when you went to college there. Really? Yes. You're my age, 64? I'm uh, 57. Okay. I was a janitor there. Okay. Well, wow. Well, thank you for... You walked by me. I never knew who you were. But I listened to your show. Well, now now, now we know of each other. Yeah. Now we know of each other. You were a thin guy, right? Well, back then, yes. Now, yeah, I'll be uh, <laughs> John. <laughs> well, well, John, I, I thank you for the call. Thank you, and you have a uh, a uh, a beautiful, beautiful morning, Patricia. Listening on the radio from Long Island, and coming up in just a minute, Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. Patricia, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Just a very quick call. I think you're great. You have a wonderful show. Just want to tell you that I grew up in a project um, in Queens, um, Mm -hmm. talking in the 50s and 60s. Still, my best friends are still from there. We were, you know, our parents were mostly veterans and immigrants um, who, you know, joined the service, and that's how they became citizens. We had a lovely time there, and we have fond memories of it. We had a library within the complex. We had so many, there were so many good things, good friendships. We were, there were black, white, all races. And it's a shame what's going on. And they were well-maintained. And I think maybe money's being wasted that could really be used to make these housing better. And I think the points you're making, a lot of it, it just comes from the family that you had. You had a different family maybe than some people, but you, you got their values, Dominic. And I appreciate what you're saying. Well, thank you, Patricia. So like, so like, for example, so like, like, for example, in my opinion, uh, fixing NYCHA is real simple. Fire 99.9% of the people that work there now that are completely useless and start from scratch. Because what you have right now is not amounting to much and it's hurting the people that are there. But Patricia, Thank you for for your words. It's very kind of you. And I wish we could return to the days that you just described. Thank you very much. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How are you today? I am doing just fine. I am happy that uh, the weekend is here. I consider Friday the weekend. And uh, I know you have one more work day ahead of you, but I'm excited that the weekend is here. Mm-hmm. Well, so tell me what what do you have coming up on your show? You got an action packed show uh, for everybody today. Obviously, part of the big news that we saw yesterday was this decision by the Supreme Court on vaccine mandates, where uh, the mandate remains in effect for healthcare workers, but it's not in effect for all the other private sectors and sector employees. So I'm going to be joined by one of the finest legal minds in America, Judge Andrew Napolitano, former New Jersey Superior Court judge. Uh, He was a legal analyst on Fox News for a long time. He is a bright guy when it comes to the Supreme Court. He's going to help us break down the decision, understand what it actually means, and give us his two cents. I'm also going to follow up with him on uh, one of the subjects that you 
you've been talking about not only tonight but all week, this uh, Alvin Bragg situation. And uh, we'll see. There's a number of other legal issues I'm going to bring up with him. I'm a big fan of the uh, television show The Sopranos. I just rewatched the entire six seasons. My wife saw it for the first time. So I'm going to be joined by Joe Ganascoli, who played Vito on The Sopranos. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about television, a little bit about the mob, a little bit about uh, sports, the football playoffs of this weekend, a little bit about food. He's a chef as well. And uh, a fan favorite, the lovely and talented Marlena Shivo is going to be here. She is not at all happy as a parent with what her school is uh, telling her she has to do with her daughters with respect to COVID. But as we start every Friday show next hour, I will answer listener questions on any subject, no matter how controversial, no matter how bizarre. I, I've noticed that that you take questions literally, Frank, on on uh, on anything. That's right. Let's let's try let's try, Frank, to get in as many calls as we can. Uh, Alyssa, I believe it is uh, listening on the radio in Manhattan. Alyssa, you you're chatting with uh, Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. I wanted to weigh in on the race issue you were discussing, and say that. I just wish that people would stop talking about, yes, there are racists in this country, but that's a negative side. And it seems that those of us who aren't are getting tossed aside and forgotten about. And I want people to know that that isn't fair because I grew up in a household where my parents were racist, my family. And I was, I, I, there was something wrong about that way of thinking and I never subscribed to that. I set my own standards. And it just bothers me that I have to, it seems like being a white person, I have to account for myself when I don't feel like I have to account for myself because I've never thought that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you like, for instance, I love you. I love your show. I don't love your show because you're a man of color. I love your show because you're talented and you have amazing topics. And you're very good at what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. And see, to, to me, that's how you solve the problems of the world. In terms of if someone's holding you back for, for, for on a race purpose, the, way, the type of person I am, I can't speak for everyone. I'm going to work three, four times harder. I'm going to beat you at your own game. Believe mm-hmm. me when I tell you. And I've done this throughout my entire life. And I'm just urging others to do exactly the same. Thank you for the call. Let's go. Frank Morano, you select the next call. We only got 40 seconds left. All right. How about, um, how about uh, BJ in Queens? Okay, BJ, go right ahead. We're down to 30 seconds. So we got uh, Al Sharpton didn't save anybody from uh, the collapse of the Twin Towers. He didn't save us from uh, uh, David Berkowitz. And uh, it wasn't any uh, one. The National Action Network didn't climb the uh, uh, climb up the fire escape to save the little baby. I I got you. I'm sorry. I have to step in. We're down to seven seconds here. But call back tomorrow, please. We'll deal with it. I promise you. But again, folks, I will be back at 115 this afternoon. And for Greg Kelly, keep it right there. I promise you a great show is coming up right now, right here. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight on Talk Radio 77 WABC.